Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Parkscope Unprofessional Podcast Hour. Whoa, 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 Joe, 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 you're a little hot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't be a little hot right now because I have a new pop filter, so you won't hear the P's and all the pronunciation as much as you would before. So, yay. My, yeah, my pop filter broke a little while ago. This one's much nicer and sturdier. It's not, like, falling up, apart. Um, dirty pop? It's, uh, no, it's, it's, it's <laughs> the non-soft drink pop. It's a pop filter. Uh-huh. So there you go. It's also not a, res- it's not also uh-huh. the worst, re- the second to worst resort at Disney World. Um. What? Nah. I'm throwing that one down. No. no. Yeah, let's do that. Let's throw that one down. No, it's not the second to worst. Wait, are you, are you counting all of All Stars as one resort? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, you, I'm, you I'm counting All Stars as, as All Star no. Resort. Yeah. No. I can't. I don't get lost at Pop Century like I do Saratoga. You see, I haven't been to Saratoga yet, but it's still like DVC. Yeah, but Saratoga's garbage. Yeah. But it's still it's nice. Got a boring theme. Old Key West. Oh, I love Old Key West. Ugh. Really? Yes. Yeah, you're the worst. Really? <laughs> I have I have fond memories of Old Key West. Our family friends have DVC points at Old Key West, so we stay with them there all the time. So. Like, I'm sorry. We yeah. Uh, it's it's Oki West is great. How can mm. you guys not like it? Mm. <sighs> anyway, mm. joining us tonight is Nick. Nick, how are you doing? Uh, just uh, I'm just ready to go to bed. <laughs> this day. That's has what been, you said yesterday. <laughs> no, like this. This day's been terrible, but I, I can't talk about it. So not on the show. So yes, pos- <laughs> positive thoughts only. Yes. Also joining us is Sean. Sean, how are you doing? What's up, guys? I'm doing good. Drinking some turtle power. Turtle power? So who's that Who's yeah. that by? E- Evil Genius. Interesting. I am having an Amarillo Fog, a small batch IPA from Platform in Cleveland. Yeah, turtle power is a uh, grapefruit pale ale. Mm. Yeah, I've got a great Fanta. Don't nice. you want a, don't you want a, want a, Fanta? <laughs> don't you want a, want a, Fanta? Uh, <laughs> So yeah, as you can tell, we haven't done this in a little while. This has been kind of weird. I it's actually been a couple weeks, hasn't it? I had no. We been, we haven't done it actually in one day under a month. Really? Yes. Our last one was March twenty second. Yeah. Oh. So uh, I had to go and back. This is all that's happened. Uh, I I went through. I I kind of didn't pick up on a lot of the stuff. There's some there's some stuff that we don't need to talk about that I kind of dropped like. I don't think we need to talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy Tower again, for example, no. or any of that stuff. So never again. Yeah. Anyways, it's kind of crazy to think about like all the stuff that's happened. It feels like that was like two years ago, or like eight wars ago, or whatever. It, so this year, this year's flying by. It really is. I'm not oh. complaining too much. Yeah, we are now in a post Mystery Science Theater 3000 season 11 uh, situation. It's kind of weird. To have it's so many theme park jokes too, uh, right? Like I, I, like the second episode had Universal Studios jokes, Disney jokes, and a Legends of the Hidden Temple joke. Yeah, and then the uh, the, like backstage of Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, the um, and then the uh, the uh, Hollow Mountain or whatever the Mexican movie they had. Yeah, that one had a few good Disney jokes in it. It's like was that the one with the Zelda jingle in it too? Oh yeah, that was yeah. And then that was also the one where they talked about, <laughs> and Walt Disney will make this mountain into a roller coaster or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's a lot of theme park jokes. So, so happy. Yeah, so it's... Hashtag spoilers. 
Yeah, so if you haven't watched, <laughs> if you haven't watched the seasons yet, go 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 check it out. It's pretty good. Uh, my name is in episode seven. I want to say. Uh, yeah, no, it was was it seven or six? No, it's seven. six. Star no. Crash was six. No, I was in seven. Star Crash. I I so I saw the Jays ended okay. in six. So then I went to the episode okay. seven and I pulled the screen grab. So my okay. buddy's Jimmy will be in season in episode six. Mine's in seven. So I assume yours. I'll will probably be like, be like ten. Nine or ten, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I'll watch for it. So <laughs> yeah, good times. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of crazy. Like all the stuff came out at once. So now I have like not enough time to do anything, which is really there's insane. so much good pop culture this year. There is. There's yeah. way too much good pop culture. Yeah. There's so many good video games. There's so much good television. There's so much good movies. Movies. Movies too, man. Mu- yeah. Oh, music. We have so much good music right now. Get new gorillas. We had Kendrick Lamar drop a new album. Yeah, I'm so, seeing Beauty and the Beast finally tomorrow. I think. Uh, in uh, New York. Hmm. Oh, oh the, no, movie, the movie. You mean. Oh, the I movie. thought I thought you meant the Joe, I thought you meant the musical. So, Joe, <laughs> last month a, a movie came out. It's a live action version of Beauty and the Beast oh. when we were little. I see. Sean's going to see that. Oh, got it. Because I know I know how uh, how much uh, Sean's a fan of Josh. Uh, Gad. Gad. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah there you Who's go. Who's not? Uh, a lot of people are. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm anyway. Sorry, but everything he does from now on, he is Olaf. Like, yeah. even, even at the celebration, that was like Olaf was hosting a Star well, Wars panel. Well, it's also like, remember when he, remember the last episode of The Daily Show with Jon Stewart? Like, no. He, mm-hmm. he, <laughs> he introduced himself as like, like that he did like, do you want to build a snowman? Like, right, and it's like, oh, yeah, because you're in that movie. And he's like, yeah, I got that Disney money now, bitch. And then just <laughs> <laughs> just walked off the stage with, with Jon Stewart. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's talk theme park, shall we? Um, let's. Let's start with SeaWorld. Because SeaWorld's oh, had why? some. <laughs> uh, because we should. So uh, SeaWorld, about a little, maybe about three weeks ago. Uh, they got a huge um, investment from China's uh, Zonghong Holding Company, LTD. Uh, they're buying out all Blackstone's remaining 21 stake in the company. Wow. Um, considering how Blackstone is the leech of kind of the amusement park industry, uh, this can only be good things. Also, that whole entire, you know, China clamping down on investments and all sorts of weird other financial stuff that I'm not smart enough to talk about and not qualified to talk about is happening right now. So I think you're going to see a lot more of these uh, purchases happening, Um, maybe even Disney. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Um, But anyway, they've kind of uh, invested a bunch of money, and I've been hearing some good stuff coming out of a SeaWorld. Um, And we'll talk right... Yeah, I believe when I see it. Well, I mean, yeah, I I understand. Fool me once. Yeah, but I mean, they they actually have like some interesting rumors floating around, and if these investors are really gonna throw the money at it, hey, you know, we'll see. Yeah, um, I, I I just question again. I, I we've talked about this before, but I I just question if SeaWorld will ever have the pull to to no matter what they spend their money on to really make a difference for them, mm-hmm. like. I don't know. I, again, I SeaWorld's fine. I, I I don't care about them. They're they're not bad parks. I would you know not not go to one. But when people go are going to Orlando, uh, is SeaWorld going to have anything that's going to be going to pull people away from 
Harry Potter, Star Wars, Nintendo, and General Disney. And I, I, I don't know. I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. I think they could be a great locals park, and they can survive that way. But I, I don't see them, you know, really breaking out of where they are right now. I understand. Uh, I mean, they really need to reinvent themselves. Um, they're kind of going in the correct direction, I think. Um, they're clearly, clearly the uh, the the marine park angle is not working for them. Um, it hasn't for a while due to whether it be Harry Potter or um, Blackfish or any other things that are happening. So kind of going towards more of an attractions and ride-like kind of capacity, I think, is a better way to go. Um, Especially considering the fact that, like, people still want that thrill park in Orlando. If you build, like, a wooden roller coaster at SeaWorld and maybe another coaster, you've got a thrill park. You already have a ton of really awesome coasters there. Yeah. No, I mean... Again, I, I hope it works out for them, but yeah, it, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. So um, I've heard about a five-year plan that's been proposed. Um, it's actually been started by a a very large uh, company uh, that's done their five-year plan. I, I cannot say the name. I've been sworn to secrecy for right now. I'll tell you afterwards, Sean. But it's a very prominent group. Let's just say that. Um, but so one of the things that just happened was they announced. Uh, they uh, SeaWorld announced uh, their new uh, ride. I guess it's um, Infinity Falls. It's the their raft ride, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's their massive raft ride. It's going to be. I think it's going to have a uh, vertical lift. So it's basically. It's not going to be like a vertical lift. It's going to be a, like an elevator lift, and then it's going to have right. the la- like, largest yeah. uh, fall on a um, rapids ride or something like that. Yeah, yeah, the the lo- the longest drop mm-hmm. in a rapids ride. Looks yeah. pretty cool. I mean, it's a rapids ride. It's yeah, it's a rapids ride. Uh where did I put it. Did they say where they're going to put it? I didn't. <laughs> um they're putting it in front of one of their restaurants. Um, yeah, I don't know that park well enough to like to yeah. even would to even know. In front of a restaurant. I'm looking for right now. It's going to be the Sea Garden/Terrace slash Bar area. Oh, okay. So huh. th- it's gonna go in that, and like you're gonna walk over the bridge over where like the the like the drop is to get to like the restaurant. So they're kind of really compacting this quite a bit. That's um, what I was wondering was how how long the layout was gonna be, or if it was just gonna primarily be the drop. They so. said that it's gonna be a forty foot drop. There are going to be class four and five rapids, and it's gonna be a four minute adventure. So immediately it's longer than uh, Cali River Rapids. Well, <laughs> which is not saying much, but, um, how long is Cali? Well, it's like two and a half, three minutes. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, it sounds like they're kind of aiming for like a rainforest vibe. There's a lot of parrots in all the concept art, which I'm a fan of cause birds are awesome, especially parrots. Um, again, my favorite show at animal kingdom is when the parrots fly in. Have you guys ever seen that? In yeah. animal kingdom? I like that. Yeah. I like it that. All right. I like it. I'm, I'm weird like that's okay. Birds are weird. I know. I had that Birds po- are scary, man. I had that poster from uh, Penny Arcade back in the day. I know. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> it's terrifying. It's awesome. They're like little miniature dinosaurs. <laughs> so uh, that's SeaWorld going on right now. Uh, let's move on to Disney real quick. I just We have a few highlights, not too many. Um, 
first big one is that Mission Space is going to be closing for two months this summer, which is really interesting from two aspects. One, they're closing an attraction. In Good a evening, park. children. Oh, hey, Lane's here. Oh, Lane's here now. <laughs> we're, we're recording. Y'all huh? talking theme parks? Yes, we're talking. We are. <laughs> Are you talking theme parks? I just showed up. What a, what a coincidence. Yeah. I heard you all <laughs> the way from Florida. You open some, some parks for us? Yes, we he, are. He, he missed, he skipped SeaWorld, so like... Oh, yeah. that's the best one. Do you want to talk what? about SeaWorld real quick? Lane? I don't have anything to say. Are they opening... They they birthed the last work, and they're going to make SeaWorld great again. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Maswa. Is going to make it great again. Uh, Maswa. Okay, no, we're no, we're not doing that. So, Mission Space closing this summer. Uh, that sounds awesome. Two aspects to this, as I was going to say before. Lane Horizons two uh, Yes, Guardians well, of the Mission Space. Uh, that was something Sean brought up that could hop it, happen, but we'll talk about it in a second. So the first one is they're opening new lands at Disney, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, attendance sounds like it's going to be down this summer. Bookings are down. They're closing a major e-ticket and capacity in Epcot during the summer, which is insane. So that probably says a lot about Disney. A uh, second being the fact that it's going to be... Is Mission Space really a major e-ticket in Epcot at this it, point? It pushes, no. It pushes a lot of people through, though. Even okay. If you, even if you get... Okay. Even if you it get, does have a high, high capacity, so... Yeah, even if, you get a 10, even if you get a 10 to 20 minute wait, that's still a lot of people an hour. Um, yeah. And remember, that side of the park's going to have two attractions. But but people eaters and e-tickets aren't the same thing. That's true. I agree. But that side of the park's so, going to have two attractions now. Yeah, no, Epcot doesn't have it, enough attractions. We, we it, can all no, agree on that. That side of the park's going to have one attraction and a nap. <laughs> yes. So, Wait, uh, something else is closing over there? There's Universal Energy. Yeah. There's Mission Space and Test Track. That yeah. means they're going to have two attractions. Nick's, okay. Nick's joke was there's going to be one attraction and a nap. <laughs> and oh, a nap. oh, oh, I'm sorry. I missed the nap part. Yeah. It was a good joke. Yeah, it's a really good joke. That was, that yeah, was pretty proof. good. Yeah, that was nice. I thought it through. I had yeah. it planned. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's been staying up all night thinking about that. Oh, so, I, I scripted these out, man. I scripted them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... That was something interesting that uh, Lane you brought up and Sean we were talking about in the pre-show was there was the existing rumor of Guardians of the Galaxy going into Mission Space. Um, that was no, one... that, we. I, I I feel like we just made that up. the The rumor is that it was going into Universe of Energy, some roller coastery thing, right? I don't think any Guardians of the Galaxy is going to come to any Disney park, Walt Disney World park, personally, but. I'm just mentioning rumors that we hear around. Oh, okay. Um, the other more substantial rumor I've heard is that they're going to be changing the ride film for the green side and just doing a general refurbishment. So the idea behind it being that they'll actually have a different kind of uh, experience on the lighter side of the attraction, but still keep orange, if that makes sense. I guess that's kind of a way to increase rewritability is if you make your A side and your B side separate rides. Mm-hmm. Then you can kind of choose, you know, to ride Dragonfire or Dragon Ice, and it's a kind of a different ride. <laughs> exactly, except <laughs> except one doesn't spin and the others, yeah, yeah. yeah. To optimistically put, we change some video. Like that's a good way to spin. We change mm-hmm. some video. Yep. So, uh, Sean and Nick, what are your thoughts? I don't know. Yeah. Eh. Whatever. 
It's, it's whatever. It's Mission Space, right? Well, I mean, I, I, it's I, I and Mascot. It, it, Mission Space is fine. It's got a spot. It's got a place within the the stratosphere of attractions of Epcot, but it just is not what it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. Sean, anything else? I agree with what Nick said. Awesome. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, what do we want to talk about next? Um, let's talk Club 33 real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. About Why? This, about this mess. So uh, so Jim Hill a while ago said that they're going to bring Club 33 to Disney World, which considering that it's already been brought to, I think, Shanghai and yeah. somewhere else, I think, I, maybe. I know, I know Tokyo has. Has one, but I don't know if it's the same like country club. Okay, yes. Yeah, so I don't think it's the same. It's no, the same it's, one. it's not. I don't think they had. You have like members or so. I don't know. Okay. I knew they do have one. Okay, so yeah, so now there's the rumor that Disney World's gonna get four Club Thirty Threes, one for each park. Uh, the concept behind it being that people uh, who have houses in Golden Oaks and then DVC members can sign up uh, and go to these exclusive clubs and restaurants and places like that around the Walt Disney World Resort. Um, Yo, I w- dog, I heard you wanted a Club 33, so I put a Club 33 in your Club 33, your Club 33, your Club 33. So Thanks, th- exhibit. this makes sense. <laughs> this makes sense if they are taking the membership list from California and they're going, hey, man, we're just going to expand it to Florida. Last time I checked, Club 33 was about fifty grand to start and about ten grand a year. Yep. And for that ten grand a year, you got four uh, platinum passes, passes. to Disneyland, yeah. which have uh, access to Disney World. Because I've talked to guys like just hanging out with people in Disneyland that said, oh, yeah, I have four passes to Disney World, but I, I don't even go. Like, we just come out here. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense for them to expand the offerings, and then they could expand their member list that much more. You know, like a, like a country club expansion, you could put yeah, that many more. With all those like Golden Oak people and Four yeah, Seasons there's a market people, for that. It'll, it'll it'll work. Yeah, it'll it work just depends on the capacity. Good, and they really could almost make like chefs' tables instead of full blown restaurants yeah. in all the parks, where you just need a twelve person chefs' table adjacent to a restaurant that already exists or like a lounge in a nook somewhere like they did with that 1901 lounge and it, and just make you a lounge or make you a nook and that's where they could say here's an exclusive thing that only you can get into with a Club 33 membership or a friend of a Club 33 membership. So the Jim Hill rumor was like way more involved saying like stuff like the upstairs France restaurant would become Club 33 in Epcot. That there's no chance of that happening. No, I'm, happen. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying that's the rumor. So, oh, Jim. I, so I'm. <laughs> so my thought no, is that immediately. It's been it, all in the old lounges. Well, it's gonna. Well, I, that's a great point. There are a shit ton of old lounges all around the park, especially at Epcot. Especially yeah. at Epcot, you could probably do two, three, or four at Epcot. Imagine if they'd use the old Spaceship Earth lounge. No. Spaceship no, Earth that's still cool. uses, yeah. No, that's Matt, that used, though. That's that's like a Seaman's like yeah, yeah. Basically. It's still up there. The one yeah. that makes the most sense is the Living Seas because you have the restaurant literally yeah. right next door to it. Yeah, Living so, Seas. Uh, does the land still have a sponsor? No. You could use the land right. one. No, I don't. I think Kraft dumped it. Um, yeah, I don't think it's. 
It's I'm, not sponsored right now, but I, 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 felt, yeah. I thought they used that lounge, though, for something I, I don't, backstage. I forget. I, I I think, but again, the, um, there are spots, but I don't see this coming as big scale as they want it to. Right. Or they're, I don't know, I guess Disney would, like you could say they wouldn't do it big scale because it's just a blind money grab to get more people paying your 50 grand entry fee and 10 grand a year. But of course they would do that. But see, like, the, of course the other, they would sell upcharge lounges to stuff because that's all they do anymore. But, like, Club, that's, but Club 33 isn't a lounge. It's a restaurant. Well, and, and the thing, too, about Epcot. Well, it's a country about, club. It's a country club, mostly. But it's the a restaurant. The thing that you are talking about with the, um, with the lounges, a lot of those lounges are used for things that you don't think about. Like, the, like several lounges are used for the education stuff that they do at Epcot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and all the uh, – and uh, events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Corporate events like Epcot makes so much money on corporate events. Yeah, or they get used for Disney Vacation Club stuff, for for parties, <laughs> or for Visa lounges, or all that stuff. Um, I, but like it's a, it's kind of one of those things where like I feel like these have to be Club Thirty Three at Disneyland level things. You just can't do several lounges and then say, hey. Do you want to go to Club 33 that Walt Disney did, or do you want to come to these really crappy lounges that somehow we developed in Disney I World? feel like if they did one juggernaut like the way they have Club 33 at Disneyland, mm-hmm. then they could get away with the other three parks not being as cool. Okay. So, like, have Magic, like it, Magic Kingdom has this one awesome restaurant. Yeah, or like, hey, man, you get to go above, you know, if they open the uh, uh, Cinderella Castle Suite for a Club Thirty Three dining too experience. Little, though. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, but well, but, but if, if, saying, if you had was... one juggernaut to go, y'all take trips. You California rich people take your trip to Florida. We'll get you into this restaurant ten people at a time or fifteen people at a time, and then here we also have discreet lounges at the other three parks. But they're just like here's a hidden corner at Animal Kingdom or. I think here's that, the catwalk uh, bar at DHS. <laughs> the catwalk bar. That'd be hilarious. I think the juggernaut would be at Epcot, though, wouldn't? Don't you think? Maybe. That, that's where they have the. Just thinking about like Magic Kingdom, there's no real space that's not in use other than areas that no, are used for offices. Our, no, Nick. You know what they're going to do? What? They're going to take away space that people use for free right now, you and they go, Columbia "Nope, Harbor now House? we're making exclusive." You think upstairs Columbia Harbor House? Yeah, something like that. They would be like, oh, here's an exclusive in-park dining experience. And they'll just take something that we had 10 years ago that was cool, and then they'll make it super exclusive because Disney hates us. Hmm. Wow, I'm optimistic tonight. Sorry, guys. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) Yeah, let's let's stop talking about something I'll probably never experience, even if it is built. Yeah, so let's uh, talk about what do you want to do next, Star Wars or Pandora? Let's do Pandora. Pandora and then Star Wars, because I want to finish with the good stuff. Okay, awesome. So, <laughs> so last time last time we talked, uh, I'm trying to go and find uh, so all the news I have for Pandora. Sorry, closing this off. We got some more pictures. Yeah, so we have menus, we have pricing. Uh, they, actually, Pandora, they're going to start annual pass previews along with DVC. Uh, it's going to happen in May. So we're getting pretty darn close to Pandora previews. Pandora previews. Um, also, uh, I believe since the last time we we 
talked, they had the Whippy Goldberg kind of, like that whole entire press oh, kind yeah. of thing that happened. Well, they had The View and <laughs> Good Morning America. Yeah. And... No, that happened. Before? That happened before then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because that's where we first saw the bench. The old, yeah. yeah the... And we talked about the bench the last time we recorded. We okay. did. Okay. Blue. Blue. <laughs> so, uh, one of the things uh, that we'll talk about real quick for Pandora is uh, they announced their food and specialty drinks. So, the food actually... Liquefied candy. So, the food uh, doesn't sound bad, and actually, some reviews are getting out because they're doing... Uh, cast member previews for the food is that it's getting actually very positive reviews um the food is priced between 11.50 to 12.50 um the kids menu items sound pretty disgusting but that's what do you expect <laughs> when you have a cheeseburger pod um so what sounds really good for me is uh so one of my friends actually had the 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 uh wood grilled chicken and he said that was Ooh. really really good um, I'm super excited about the chili spiced fried tofu because I like the texture of friedness with tofu. It kind of is like communist. This, it's this nice kind of balance. <laughs> it's really good. Um, there's also um, uh, slow roasted beef, sustainable fish, and all sorts of really good stuff. Um, the food sounds really sounds, good, and also and also the uh, restaurant's going to be the first location that uses uh, the Taco Bell style. Uh, kind of yes. you, you Taco reserve Bell, Starbucks. What, yeah, the you you basically order what you want, and then when you get to the restaurant, you press "I'm here," and they make it for you, and it's like available in like five to ten minutes. So you can just like skip the whole entire line and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's they nice. are so they already know what to expect, and when you're gonna be there, and then when you just press it, they make it for you, fresh. So, um, I'm super excited about that. Uh, what are, what are you guys' thoughts? Blue Chardonnay, I think, was an ingredient. Uh, we are going to get to the drinks in a second. Oh, sorry. About- food is food. Not yeah, a big deal. I'm not expecting anything fantastic, but I'm sure like, it'll be fine. You, like, the food to me at this land is just, here's the minimum that we have to open of bathrooms and places for people to eat food at a theme park. It'll be hard for me to go eat anywhere else other than Yak and Yeti. That's in that true. Park. I, like, I like a lot of stuff at that bird. park. Flame, flame I mean, Flame Grill's fine, but I really like Yak and Yeti. Yak and Yeti's really good. Pizza fairy, what? Pizza fairy? No, no, you're an idiot. <laughs> Shut up. Do you want? Do you want? Do you want to get? Do you want to get three chicken wings for nine bucks? <laughs> oh, I haven't had them, but I would like to. I want to know if they're going to have banshee nuggets. Uh, so the kids' menu is cheeseburger pods, which are steamed cheeseburger pods stuffed with ground beef, ketchup, mustard pickle, and cheddar cheese. So is it like an empanada? No, it's like it's probably like a uh, like, like a, a crystal um, burger. It's like, like those a white, like, the like, Japanese pods. Yeah, yeah, like the Japanese and Chinese steamed buns with. Oh, Ooh, that sounds that sounds pretty good. I would eat. Yeah, that. I would. I would actually try that. Yeah, yeah it, like a, it reminds me of the the, the cheeseburgushi at Cowfish. Yeah, yeah. except yeah. that sounds which, which has the pickles. Yeah, but that sounds better. But still, yeah. Anyway, no, uh, ho- there's a hot a hot dog wrapped hot dog wrapped in dough. Which is a hot dog wrapped in Parker House dough, served with vegetable chips, grapes, and small Dasani water bottle or low-fat milk. You're telling me that's a corn dog? Yeah, I, uh, that's what I'm getting. Or like, what are the hot dogs that you would then like wrap like the Pillsbury dough around? That are oh, yeah. like dogs? a pretzel dog, like a like pig in a, a blanket, Ooh, like a pig in a blanket. There you go. Yes. Yeah, a big like pig in a, a blanket, like an Auntie Anna's pretzel dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, and also they have a chi- a cheze quesadilla. Um, they also have um, quesadilla. Yeah, they also have really. Uh, That's all they could come up with. Well, they also have mm-hmm. Mickey. They also have Mickey check meals. So they have a chopped uh, wood grilled chicken bowl, slow roasted sliced a grilled beef bowl, sustainable fish bowl, and then a chili spiced crispy t- hey. t- t- tofu hey. bowl. So basically, what they have hey. before, but kid sized. Hey, adults going to Disney World, look at the kids' green check meals. It's the best thing to eat at Disney World. And also, they're, they're cheap and they're <laughs> eat good a little bit of rice and yeah. a little bowl. Yeah, it's a good proportion. It's cheap and it's kind of healthy. It's healthier than everything else you're gonna eat. It's so, literally yeah. the same menu as the entrees, except smaller portions. Why won't you get yeah, that? Yeah, ac- accurate portions is yeah, what we so, call yeah, them. Yeah, accurate portions. Yeah, so you can get this. You can get these. Uh, the sustainable fish bowl for thirteen bucks on the adult menu, or you can get it for mm-hmm. eight fifty on the kids menu. Yeah, that's what do you want? An appropriate scoop. Well, and that's also that's also a great suggestion at Universal too, because I went there when I last went there in May with my buddies, um, my brothers and their wives. One of um, their wives basically got the kids fish and chips, and everyone else got the normal fish and chips. And except for me, the rest of them couldn't finish their fish and chips, but she finished them fine, and she got grapes. And she's like, "This is perfect. I got one thing. Yeah, of this is a good time. I got one giant thing of fish. I got fro- I got the chips. I got grapes, and everyone else was stuffed. She was happy, so it was really good. Wonderful. Um, yeah. So that's our that's our uh, super duper secret tip for the Hack day. Hack of the day. Yeah, it's our uh, yeah, it's our zippity doodah tip for today. Is uh, go for the kids, Mickey. Does everyone remember that, please? I, yeah. I remember it. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Tip for today. Which, by the way, I, I think I probably mentioned it in the show again, but I think we should rec- we should bring it up again. One of the tips for today, set in English, is that there are multi language uh, maps available about guest relations. <laughs> so how would they know that? Because it's set in English. I'm just throwing that one out there, right? Well, they might not be able to read, but they can Ooh. understand it. Maybe. Good point. Good point. Anyway, uh, also at Pan Pandora. They announced their specialty beverages. Um, uh, available is going to be the Pandorian Sunrise. Uh, is a non-alcoholic mix of tropical juices blended with Powerade melon. <laughs> no, what? No, that's <laughs> bad. That sounds bad, John. Wow. F and B, you F and B that up. So with Powerade melon, I I can't make this up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's available in a uh, souvenir canteen flute flask. Um, <laughs> like Ocarina? Uh, so. How many of these will Derek Bergen have? Oh, actually, okay, oh. so. Oh. Okay, so Ten. this makes more sense now. There, Disney found a brewery, uh, not a brewery, sorry, a winery in Napa Valley called Banshee. So. Huh. I, I was thinking like Disney like made their own wine for this and labeled it Banshee, which is the stupidest thing in the world because it makes no sense. But actually, <laughs> they found a, a winery called Banshee Napa Valley, and they're actually going to supply the Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, Pinot Noir, um, all that stuff. Mid sized car. Is it going to be blue? Yeah, exactly. Is it going to be blue? Uh, it's not going to be blue, but they do have a Dreamwalker Sangria with a splash of blue Caracal. Oh, blue Caracal. Mm. Yeah. So that there you go. Sounds pretty good. I. Uh, I I heard one one podcast talk about this, and they made it sound like the white wine was going to be blue. Um, so come on, can't get no. can't get some blueberry wine up in this. I know, come right? Oh, oh, that's so country. <laughs> but it sounds delicious. Boone's so, Farm, baby. So they yeah. also have um. That's what we need, Boone's Farm. <laughs> we need some shine. 
We need some Navi shine. We need some goddamn Mad Dog 4040. That's what we really need in Pandora. <laughs> we just hey, sell them bottles of Mad Dog. Anti ride better. All all my fraternity brothers would be down there. Passage. Yeah. <laughs> That's your flight Mad of passage. <laughs> you drink a Mad Dog 4040, and then you gotta go ride flight of passage. So, so basically, booth. what we're saying is they're going to be offering the blue flavor of Four Loco at Ugh. Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so sorry for all of you going to cast member previews. Blue, uh, you had Four Loco, and then you all, ha- what was the other? Sparks. Sparks was the other one. Yes, yeah. none of this oh. is factual, people. Oh, we're not God. reporting facts. That was, that's the worst stuff in the world, man. Breaking. This isn't yeah. facts. Alternative facts. Yeah. So, facts. also at the walk-up uh, bar that has the, the hula skirt mech, yeah, they have a Night Blossom frozen drink. is a mixture of limeade with apple and dessert pear flavor. Dessert pear flavors topped with passion fruit boboa balls. Oh, what? Have, sounds, why? I, I, the little balls. It, they, they've tea, given up. Little tea balls. Yeah. This is the, the same shit as. Uh, as Lefou's brew, let's just yep. throw a bunch of a bunch of flavors in a cup. They'll love it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, the margarita, um, is with añejo tequila with strawberry and blood orange flavor, topped with strawberry oh. boboa balls. Oh, too much. That's fine until like, you go to blood add the balls. Yeah, the Disney. <laughs> Disney. I don't need hold the balls. Right? Yeah, we don't need. A- a blood orange margarita is delicious. Yeah, but that, blood right? orange and strawberry margarita sounds great. Yeah, I don't right. need balls. Well, it needs to be. It needs to look like like you know aliens. So we're gonna just put a bunch of boboas on it. Ugh. Are, are we what? still not gonna talk about how this is set for movies in the future? Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But there's also Wait, two, okay. what? There are two yeah, beers. Well, hold on, hard. hold on. There's two beers yeah. also. There's the Banshee Brew. Wait, 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 wait. Joe's got more alcohol to talk about. Yeah. So, so there's the Banshee Brew. And then there's okay. another one that I forget what the name of it is, but that's the green beer. Oh, so that that is that is the St. Patrick's Day beer that literally looks like the. Is it Miller Lite with green food coloring? That's what it looks like. I'm gonna say okay. it right now because like it probably it, is. Yeah, it would <laughs> surprise me. Yeah, so it looks. Yeah, that's that's what they're going for. All um, right. Well. So there you go. So, uh, Lane, do you want to explain? The the yeah I, I got I got this oh right, Hollywood you got, you got a fan let Thanks. me tell you what's up uh uh our friend Jimmy C James 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 Cam oh, Jimmy Cam explorer uh, of the seas explorer of the seas yes <laughs> who has postponed making movies to make this theme park land because he thought of this when he was seventeen you you following explains the sex he, tales he has three more movies to make and this That's land amazing. is set after the fourth movie so this so, is like official. Yes. Yeah. No, James Cameron said this. He's yeah. like, oh, here's what's great. This land is set after all these trials and tribulations from uh, movies two, three, and four in this series. And then this is 20 years after the fourth movie when the jungle takes back over and they win. So we know the end of the series now. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Also, He's trying to make three more movies for we know the end of the series. You know what's funny then? That means this, you know, what, how people, you know, a while were like, oh, they're going to expand with after they do the next three movies. Nope. That means there's no expansion coming to this thing. No, they spent $1.2 billion. They made, this is the expansion. Like, yeah. we've expanded Animal Kingdom as far as they can go. 
I think they're going to try to get pandas in the next two years. But besides that, this park is done for a while. Oh, yeah. Especially, oh, God, since, yeah. especially since they're advertising this thing like, you know, Diagon Alley or Hogsmeade, and they're expecting that much money, and they're not going to get it. And the land yeah. costs just as much as both of those combined, if not more. More? It's more yeah, than that. Well, well more. Yeah. Because yeah. they thought they were going to be able to shop it around the world. Yeah. The cost Diagon and Hogsmeade together are like $750 million. Uh, yeah. Brian so did two fifty and five. Yeah, so it's no, no, it's it's. Brian did addition and it was like maybe around five hundred mil for both Diagon and Hogsmeade, but I'm gonna. There's no way. But even if we bump it up to six hundred million or seven hundred million, that's still and and, the, and let's and, and let's bring it down to let's say Pandora's seven hundred million and then Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley are seven hundred million. That's still you're getting like three times as much content. At Harry Potter, for the same yeah, price at those as two. this, yeah, yeah. And but they were able to shop Hogsmeade around the world, and they're not gonna be able to shop this out. Exactly. And Hogsmeade and Diagon, you know, Diagon showing up at the other ones. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. they they've really tried to shop Pandora around because they that's where they announced all the rides. They did it at uh, D twenty three in Japan. So in Japan, yeah, because yeah, they wanted to go to Japan. They wanted yep. to go to Paris. They wanted to and, go to Shanghai. And everyone's laughing at them. They're like, no I'm way. Surprised it, no. I'm surprised it didn't go to Shanghai. I am very surprised that was on an open day thing. Yeah. Because that would be right up there. And well, I think it would be a hit out there. It yeah. Was huge. That movie was huge in China, too, wasn't it? Would it? Be, yeah. it would be bigger yeah. than Tron. Yeah. yeah. It would yeah. be bigger than That's, most of that stuff. Like, you really so need weird. you really need three. Like, it would be bigger than Star Wars, for sure. Yeah. And they have Star Wars out there. So it'd be bigger than... I mean, you really need three franchises out there. They you, don't really would, have Star Wars. They just have, like, Launch Bay and the Yeah. Um, well, they're trying to make it a thing. Um, but Well, like, yeah, obviously. They want to make it a thing in China. Well, well they're going to make it a thing because they own the franchise and they're going to keep making movies. So they're trying to get China to get on board with it. Yeah. Um, so, like, they have Pirates. They have Alice. The Tim Burton Which were big there. Which were big, big in Japan. Yeah. So they have those. So, I don't know. I mean, it just seems like the, that would be their expan their logical expansion next would be that. I don't know. Who okay. owns the Shanghai Park? Is it Disney and the Chinese government? China. Yeah. Or I, or are there investors like? Well, I think I think China owns it with Disney being like a partner, like, co- like OLC. Yeah. Okay. The Chinese government owns everything in China. Yeah, that's true. Communism. Um. So. Also from Pandora, uh, there's been a lot of new photos released. Uh, there's a Bloomberg article, which is really weird, uh, considering, the <laughs> fact, considering the fact that so many people want to talk about how Harry Potter didn't really do anything, and there wasn't this big of a thing, and it wasn't that big, and blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden, like the like lead headline for this is like Disney trying to get Universal's magic back from Harry Potter, or whatever it was. <laughs> it was like this really weird thing. And this was a very much a clear... Like, Disney set this article up, and Bloomberg still went, and, like, a fourth of this article is about Universal and Harry Potter. <laughs> it is kind of incredible. Like, they don't mention, uh, like, this article does mention Star Wars and Pandora, and doesn't mention Nintendo, which is gonna, which is kind of stupid, but whatever. But it's very clear that well, this you know, is a Disney it's, article. It's and because Universal still hasn't freaking announced anything for Nintendo. That, yeah. They won't yeah. say what's coming. 
Well, sorry, I'm I'm very mad. I'm I'm like getting annoyed about give, it. This give and take, give or take. They've announced the same amount for Star Wars as they have for Nintendo. No, well, we got more Star Wars. Stuff. No, they have not. We got Star Wars deets like this week. Yeah, we know we know what the what the rides are. We've known what the rides are for Star Wars for almost two years at this point. And we've known what yeah. the Nintendo rides are. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no we know. We I know. know. <laughs> they have not been announced. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <sighs> so, anyway, Pandora photos. Uh, uh, it's going to be glowing, blue. Uh, there's some plants. Those nighttime shots are so disappointing. Yeah. So, the big thing with the nighttime shots is, like, I was looking at one of them, and it looks fine, but considering how much they hype up these glow-in-the-dark plants and everything, it really looks like they have... It looks so fake. You know Man, how Cars Land's so much better. You know how you have those walkways that have those glow in the dark, like or those like little lanterns on the sides. That's and, and then and like you light up the bushes next to it. That's sort of what it looks like in Pandora. It looks like you have these plants that look like they're ankle height that glow and just like sh- like stuff like that. And then you, they just have a bunch of LEDs on the rest of the foliage. Um. Maybe, maybe it's terrible in photos and it'll be awesome in person. Not making any judgment. Maybe that was the only por- portion they had done. And there's going to be ones that look amazing. I don't know yet. Um, we can't judge it until we're there. People are going to be there in person. You're going to see so many videos in the next two, three weeks. But man, that was rough. Um, and, and also the fact that the only way I've seen uh, those f- quote-unquote floating mountains. Everyone take a drink because I said quote-unquote. Um <laughs> the only way they can make those flowing mountains look really good is by being like 50 feet in the air. Like, have you noticed like all the shots where the people are like, this is amazing. You're like 50 feet in the air. You're never going to be up there. So from a scissor lift? Yeah, it's from a scissor lift. Like that's the, they're like, oh, this is, looks amazing. No one is going to be up there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, not as successful as they hoped it to be. Anyway, I'm, I'm still hopeful, but man, it's, so I was listening to, um, e-ticket report uh, last night and today and one of the funniest things i heard was they were talking about how they did the uh, preview with the view and how james cameron was taking Whoopi goldberg in and they were walking around the corner and they're expecting a Diagon alley moment where Whoopi goes wow and instead she just kind of was, like looking around and james cameron basically <laughs> has to point out the floating mountains and she's like oh okay <laughs> it's, it's just the funniest thing in the world because like I've seen people break down crying walking into Diagon Alley. Yeah. I, yep. We've all done that. I took friends there and they freaked out. But just like someone who's supposed to be hyping this up going, oh, okay. Man, that's not good. That's not good. Because no one gives a shit about Avatar. Yeah, nobody, nobody no one cares does. about the IP. <laughs> nobody cares. And the mountains it don't almost like would be really cooler floating. at this point if there wasn't – if if he hadn't released a movie. If they said, hey, we're bonded with James Yeah. Cameron. And so he made up this world, that is an, and there's these blue people, and it's weird. So that's a very interesting point, because that was also brought up on E-Ticket Report, of the idea of, what happens if James Cameron said, we're developing new characters for a new land in uh, Disney's Animal Disney's Kingdom. Animal Kingdom, all IP. It would be like a, like how everybody loved the so, Forest in... Uh, in Islands yeah. of Adventure. So it would, that would, well, uh, not Forbidden Forest, that was the Enchanted. Merlin Woods. The Merlin Woods. Yeah. Yeah. So that would take care of, that would, chick, that would tick off one of my complaints with Pandora, which is the fact that Disney now owes a bunch of money towards Fox. 
Are the mountains moving yet? The mountains don't move. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah they're supposed to move. They don't move anymore. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the I was, new, I was I was joking. So about that. and our what, new stadium in Atlanta is supposed to have a moving roof. It doesn't yeah. even have a roof. So. <laughs> so so no, but really, like, Fox is getting money from this land. So it, this is literally what, what Universal did with Harry Potter, except they're not going to be making the same amount of money, but they're looking for the same amount of money. Um, and I also think that if James Cameron was making this with Disney, I don't think they would have invested so much in, a, in, in one aspect. I think it would have been way more inclusive and maybe part of a um, mythical creature's land. It wouldn't be just the blue aliens. It would be maybe the blue aliens and these things too. You know, you know what I'm trying to go for there? Yeah, I, I do. But I, I, feel, I feel like I would have more respect and curiosity for this project if it didn't have a movie tied to it. If we had to go discover it all for ourselves, like <sighs> riding through pirates, like riding through, I, you know. Nothing, the movie part doesn't bother me. It's just that it's Avatar. It's that they spent a billion dollars on avatar like no one gives a shit about this movie people there there's like five people on the internet that will tell you people give a shit about this movie but no one gives a shit and about three 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 of them are double j like, uh, t web 55 just, and mike the boss all right all right, all right, all right Joe. <laughs> um yeah don't don't you don't have to call people out by name yeah don't call um, i'm not calling them out by name it's user handle on ou no, still no okay. we don't do that that's not what we do. Okay, okay, um, okay. But some people care. Not a lot of people care. It made so much money. We have to go, wait, do people care? Or do they not care because no one can remember anything from it? No, are so no one cares. It, it, it it'll be a nice is, land. I don't think it's going to be a bad land. But, like, no, I, you don't spend a billion dollars on something where people will come and be like, well, that was pretty cool. And then, like, leave. Yeah. Anyway, let's go to Star Wars. Okay. We, get, we get some deets, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, Star Wars Land, uh, they did a presentation at the Star Wars Expo, or whatever it's called. Coming coming December 2019, correct? Yeah. Sure, yeah. Why, yeah. Um, I still think it'll slip to 2020 at Disney World, but whatever. Um, yeah, I do too. So, actually, I opened this up and there's no info in it. Interesting. So... <laughs> they started describing stuff. Uh, I guess that they, they kind of went into more uh, concept art that they're showing. Uh, yeah. It looks a lot like Morocco is one of the examples in Epcot. It looks cool. Which, I, I mean, really cool. considering Morocco looks good, and a lot of people say Morocco is one of their favorite things at Epcot, and people compare Diagon Alley to Morocco in positive ways. Good comparisons. Um, mm-hmm. They started talking about uh, one of the more interesting things is the idea of how this land would be. I don't want to use the word interactive because I don't think that's a very good term to use. Living? So when I hear interactive and they're saying that the Millennium Force attraction would be interactive, I imagine. Falcon. Falcon. Damn. Thank you. (laughs) Millennium Millennium Falcon. I'm not. I'm just. We're going to move on from that. Um, The Millennium Falcon. (laughs) You see, I think like three base. Uh, I I, th- I think way ahead of me. So okay. the Millennium Falcon um, uh, attraction. They're talking about that being interactive, and I immediately think about how Mission Space was supposed to be interactive. Yeah, and, I sure hope it's nothing like that. And how that never played out. And um, 
Yeah. So, but what then? I I heard more discussion on this, and it sounds like your decisions in the Millennium Falcon. You ready for the big word? Uh, ride would then uh, influence uh, things that happen around the land with your interactions with characters and other attractions. That wasn't the big word I was looking for. <laughs> I know. I was trying but to. I was going to say your they, they teased out that your decisions on the Millennium Falcon ride will have consequences. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's one thing I saw that because you picked this, the cosplayers slash Old West characters slash Westworld characters slash Star Wars characters will treat you differently in the bar afterwards based off of how you chose in the Millennium Falcon ride. Which would work if you did it once? Yes. <laughs> but you're it probably, to, it'll you're be... You're supposed to be able to build a reputation. That was said, too. You build a reputation the more and more you visit. It'll be something on your magic pants. Yeah, so that, that's a good point. With uh, So if you're supposed to be like navigating the Millennium Falcon through this situation where it's like, hey... Oh my you can choose to smuggle stuff or not. Or or it could be simply this is a once in a lifetime thing. You know, you know how that goes with like park rides like you know, Forbidden Journey or Gringotts or anything like that. If that does apply and then all your previous actions add up, then how does that make story sense? That's I don't like, care. It'll be cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that was one of the aspects. Uh, so the interactive experiences. Um, you guys want to talk about that a little bit? Because that's kind of my thoughts on it. I think well, it'll be cool. I mean, if it... Here's the thing. They keep telling me I'm going to be able to fly the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, t- I swear to God, if it's anything like Mission Space, where I'm quote-unquote flying, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> if it's just if it's just press one of these two buttons to make your decision, fuck Chewbacca, you Disney. Engage the hyperdrive. <laughs> fuck no. you Disney. If it's want, if it's a pu- button press, fuck you. I want to fly that motherfucker. If I don't fly that motherfucker, I'm gonna be pissed. You're yeah. not going to. Throw Bridge is like in in cold sweats right now. He's like, guys, we, 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 you guys, we have so to re- disappointed. We have to rethink this for Sean. Oh God! <laughs> Again, right, so I'm sure the ride will be cool. Just land to impress Sean. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it'll be it'll be the best ride in the world. <laughs> Sean, um, yeah, not going to happen. I know, <laughs> but they're telling me it's going to happen, so I'm allowed to complain when it doesn't happen. <laughs> just throwing this down right now, Disney fans. I'm allowed to complain. Yeah, it's not like Disney's ever overhyped something before. I'm going to enjoy when Sean goes to ride this for the first time. He gets stuck in there with three Brazilians who have no idea what they're saying, and the Millennium Falcon crashes. No, it's going to end up being (laughs) me, me, my girlfriend, and probably her like niece and nephew who will be like six at the time, and I'll be yelling at the kids, be like, "We're going to die because of you." Let's go. Let's don't let Chewie down. So, uh, another thing that popped up uh, is a rumored hotel uh, for <laughs> Star Wars Land. Uh, oh, I can't believe I'm saying this right now, but Walt Breaking. Disney World Walt Disney World News Today is reporting that Yay! a survey a survey went out about. So, 
We, a we third party a, survey, might I add. A third yeah. party survey went out. So we need to have a talk real quick. <laughs> um, we have two concepts for hotels. Just, just, just you and us, guys. Partial listeners. Just us. Show. Just us. Everyone. We're having a talk. Little fireside so, chat. Hold, hold on. Hold on one second. Okay. I, I turned my chair around. I'm sitting backwards on the chair like a drug talk. Hey, kids. <laughs> I, I'm gonna throw a, I'm gonna throw a uh, hat on back. Let's talk about third party surveys. Let's right talk quick. about no no. Let's actually talk about the two types of attractions available. Uh, two types of hot, uh, hotels they're talking about right now. So, Walt Disney World News today and this third party survey are talking about a boutique hotel going into somewhere around Hollywood Studios that would offer an incredibly immersive, interactive experience hotel. Um, yeah, that's basically all you need to know. The other rumor for a hotel that I've heard that was on E-Ticket Report and other locations is them retheming Pop Century to Star Wars. And that, and that being part of the uh, gondola system that's going into that's going to go to Hollywood Studios and Epcot. I honestly thought I made that second one up. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I, well, when, when I read it the first time you tweeted, I thought you did. Pop Century to a bunch of characters. Oh shit, that's close to DHS. And around the time they're gonna want to open Star Wars, they're just gonna put big Star Warsy things on Pop Century, and call it the Star Wars Hotel. Well, God, I would laugh. Well, well, Lane, that's that could happen though. They do that. They they do do that a lot, especially considering the fact do. that we have absolutely no design plans or rumors have for you, an actual have you ever hotel. Heard, in the have park. you ever heard of Toy Story Land? Yep. Here, it's Toy Story. We put some big Toy Story stuff in it. Yeah, that's the thing. If they were going to open a Star Wars hotel, they'd have to start building now. Three, four, five months ago. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that shit, ain't, that shit ain't gonna happen. But if they rethemed what they already have, right. yeah, Pop Century and goes it might down. even be scheduled already. Yeah. yeah. That they could bring that down and pull it back up. And it may fine. and it may not be all of Pop Century. Maybe like one yeah. wing. Just wings, and then they oh. could charge four hundred dollars a night for oh. century. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I hate so, them. Convert so it to sweet, such low hanging fruit. Like Star and they Wars. always no. pick it. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get back up. Oh boy. Okay, I'm turning the trailer back around right now. Okay, so we're <laughs> okay. done. We're done. Oh. We're done with our with our little talk, uh, no, everyone. Our talk was just because it was in a survey doesn't mean that's what's gonna happen. Oh yeah, <laughs> that you too. Know. That was our talk. So many things we've gotten surveys about. Yeah. Yep. Uh, still angry about that one. Anyway. Which one? <laughs> uh, the the Halloween one. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking, yeah. too. So. I, yeah. I still, I still think Same that'll happen things. eventually, but I don't know. Yeah, Joe. I don't. I don't. Joe. Um, Joe. So. Joe. I'm, I'm going to turn my chair around. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, y'all want to talk about some more positive things? Yeah. So, guess what was announced in the past month that we have not talked about yet? I, I don't know. Our Christmas first... Harry Potter! Uh, I was going to say that, but actually I was thinking about uh, the first house for Halloween Horror Nights 27, American Horror Story. Oh, yeah, that too. Double fun things. Yeah, so uh, American Horror Story is coming back to uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Yay! Three seasons to catch them up to the it, current season. It's going to be three seasons. I totally don't remember which ones it was. I think it was maybe Roanoke. Uh, Roanoke. Um, and, Asylum, Coven, and Roanoke. Yeah. Cool. And our former friends at uh, Orlando United Radio were saying this is going to be easy because they've Warmer kind of friends. already done two of these three houses. 
well, which means we get the meat house. <laughs> yeah. Ro- and, and a character from Roanoke popped up in the house last year. Yeah. Meat. Yep. Pigman. Hmm. Pigman's coming back. Yep. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, exciting. So Halloween Horror Nights 27. Haven't heard anything about else about uh houses or anything like that um no there's i mean there's there's the rumors floating around there, there's the usual rumors yeah. the big ones like a lot of stephen king stuff this year or maybe not i don't know well um the big one is that yeah shining is apparently like gonna be the big like the big get this year oh my god we never thought this would happen so my my they're almost out of those. they do that every year every year they have oh my god i didn't think this yeah so my thing is i think the return house this year is going to be a fully fleshed out and completed version of uh, God. What was the tomb one last year? Tomb of the Ancients. Yeah, Tomb of the Ancients. So Tomb of the Ancients had budget cuts uh, because they actually had to like install like sprinklers and all sorts of crazy stuff, so it went way over budget. So them fl- like keeping the- everything the same, fleshing it all out. I don't think that'll happen. Uh, that I'm, won't I'm, happen, Joe. Yeah, well, I'm just throwing it out there. Not, not back to back. They've been skipping a year. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm just throwing it out. I'm just throwing it out. So that's what my. It's something from 25, though. And then the second. Wait, nothing. Did they repeat something last year? Uh, They didn't repeat anything last year. uh, I think it was. They were going for Halloween for that one. Yeah, but that that wasn't. That was a sequel, though. That was a completely new house. It was just the same costumes. I know, but I think that's what they were going for. No. no. Yeah, but I don't think I, I would. I don't count that the same as like American Werewolf, which no, was it was no, 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 guys, no, no, it was, it was The Walking Dead. Well, that wasn't the same. It was. It was a combination of all the previous effects. From yeah, the but no, I don't count different. that. Yeah, yeah. but it was. Like, it was actually good. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you when you when you distill it down into its purest form, yeah, actually, really good. That house was really good last yeah, year. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, they office. took four years of, of material and just used. Yeah, the but I'm fine it. with that. At least it was a good house. Yeah, I'm. I don't. Disagree. At least anyway. At least it went out on a high note. Yeah. Well, hopefully it went out. Well, <laughs> knock on. Wood. I don't believe. I will not believe that it's not coming back until I'm at the event and there is no Walking Dead house. Exactly. Um. Uh, they just get the streets this year. So. Oh jeez. Oh, um. <laughs> so another. We're thing hearing about, rumors about icons too across the interwebs i don't think there's gonna be an icon this year i'm sorry there's no icon this year i think um that's stupid also i think there's gonna be a lot more original houses this year see uh, and that that wouldn't make any sense then Mm-mm. more more original should mean icon okay. to yes. me and 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 look at the the push the last two years with the merch yeah it's all about the icon yeah i agree okay uh what do you guys want to talk about next? Potter or Volcano Bay? Uh, Potter. Potter. Okay. So we have a very Merry Potter Christmas, as what, what I called it. Finally. Happy Christmas, Ron! So, Finally. last week, while while uh, their, SeaWorld was doing their event, the Star Wars celebration <laughs> had, had um, what's-his-face come out and play music? Trowbridge. Not Trowbridge. Um, <laughs> oh. John Williams. Yeah, John Williams. I was going to say Zimmer, but I'm sorry. Yeah, John Williams came out, and they were playing the music. Universal, by the way, if anyone had this on the uh, Universal announcement bingo card, uh, during Star Wars on Periscope, uh, you, you please place that down. Uh, you've won that square. 
Um, it's, they, it's a uh, Mad Lib. They, it's not uh, a bingo card. They, no, it is a bingo card because you have like all the crazy like social media things, and you have all the stupid times they would do it. It's all the stupid times, yeah. Yeah, it's so a very like, silly Matrix. Yeah, so like it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna announce Diagon Alley on Facebook at four p.m. Or we're gonna mm-hmm. announce the Harry Potter stuff at night. That's gonna be a, like during the Star Wars celebration on Periscope. Um, so they did that on Par- one on Pinterest. Yeah, they put it on Periscope for some odd reason. I have no idea why. Um, so they did that. So uh, Mike Aiello, Michael Our Aiello, boy. yes, yep. um, big boy Michael Aiello, uh, announced that they're gonna be doing a projection show on Hogwarts Castle for Christmas. Woo! Uh, the much-rumored projection show, um, <laughs> the one they removed all those trees for back in October, projection show, um, uh, there will be new food and drink available yeah. all of What? Them. Yes. I missed that. Yeah, there's going to be new food and drink available in Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley. There's going to be new decorations in Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley, and there's going to be new entertainment and shows in Diagon Good. Alley. Christmas Celestina! God bless. So, so... Uh, Aiello was saying, oh, I can already hear the frog choir singing Christmas songs or something. I'm like, no, that's no, we don't want that at no all. No one cares no, about no the frog choir. No one get, the no frog one choir is garbage. What we want no is offense. All- no offense to the people in the frog choir. I'm sure they're yeah, very they nice. Very people, good job at their job. We want we, we want the we want the Japanese shows they uh, debuted for uh, Hogsmeade. That'd be super cool. Uh, you know, like the wand one and all that stuff. That'd be super cool. Um, but yeah, Christmas Celestino. That'd be awesome. Um, but yeah. yeah. Bunch of Christmas shows, uh, new food and drink, projection shows, and decorations. Additionally, a uh, little side tangent here, they're expanding the Macy's Day Parade into a like universal Christmas with uh, general um, floats for, I think... DreamWorks and DreamWorks. Minions. And, yeah, yeah. Minions. Yeah, they're just changing it. the floats. They're adding floats. Uh, they're Well, yeah. That's what, they've had floats in the parade. They're not adding floats. They're taking out uh, old floats. And floats. The... The only Christmas floats I remember is like Santa's at the end. The Joe, they are... have had floats in the parade for okay, years. Fine. Okay, fine. Yeah, there's floats. They're taking Joe. out floats and they're putting new okay, floats. Okay, okay, okay. So anyway, there you go. They're redoing the Christmas parade. So that's what's going on with uh, very Mary Potter Christmas. What are you guys' thoughts? Yeah. About time. Yes. About freaking time. I'm excited though. I think it's gonna be really good. Yeah. Are we gonna get Harry Potter shirts with Harry Potter on the front and a Santa hat? Uh, uh, probably over J.K.'s dead body. <laughs> I want I want Dumbledore dressed up as Santa. Oh yes, uh, drag Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Santa baby. So it would be it would be Dumbledore dressed up as Mrs. Claus. Yeah, yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> Oh God! Um, I don't know how to. I don't know how to respond to that. Um, you don't have to. <laughs> so I'm super excited about this. Actually, I was talking to my uh, last weekend. I was talking to my buddy about this, who I went on Mystic Timbers with, which we'll get to in a second. Um, and him and and his wife are super excited, and they're like, I don't like. La- these are the guys I went down with last May, who we went to, uh, uh, and we talked about our the, the food uh, with. Um, and they were like, oh, I don't know if we'll go back to Orlando in the next five, ten years or so. And now they're like, Harry Potter Christmas, we need to go as soon as possible. So, <laughs> so now they're like totally game. They're like, Joe, can we go down? Like, when's the best time to go? It's like, well, about, you know, a week after Thanksgiving is a pretty good Yeah, time. first, yep. week, first in week in December. Yeah, That's yeah, exactly. 
And they're like, oh, yeah, we should go. That'd be really great. I can get time off for that. And I'm like, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah do that. Let's do that. That sounds fun. Yes, and it's still going. nice. Sorry, it's Lane. It's nice down there. Uh, that's a good time to go, and the weather's nice compared yeah. to yeah. the rest yep. of the country. Like mid-80s, low-80s. Yeah. yeah. Well, High even 70s. if it's like 73, you're still it's only the not 70, the 60. Yeah. yeah, it was in the 70s when I was there in the first week of uh, December this this year. It, it's yeah. typically in the 70s then, and you might get there and have the the early cold snap. Yeah, it was gorgeous. Back up before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. It's a good time to go. Yep. So, you talk about the bay. Let's talk about some of the bay. That so, one water slide looks so scary. Uh, oh yeah, the one that goes like straight down. The vertical one, yeah, that's uh-huh. real scary. So, like, I'm I'm scared of the one that, like, it has, like, the 10-foot pool at the end because I'm a terrible swimmer and I hate deep water. That scares mm-hmm. the crap out what, of me. Really? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm terrified of deep water. I can't swim really? very well. Yeah, that's that's one of my very bad fears, deep water. I didn't know that. Yes. I didn't know that either. I am – it is a very real fear of mine. It's, it's very, very serious. <laughs> like, I would, like, I've never been off a diving board. Like I would, I would like when I was doing swimming lessons when I was a kid. Like I would get the end of the diving board. People were like it's all fine. We're paddling. It's all Hang cool. On. And Hang I'm on. like, let me go. Let me open up my notes to the traumatized Joe section. Okay, so <laughs> oh, oh. put it on. The, put it on. Thank you, list. Freddy Krueger. I really appreciate that. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, Volcano Bay. Let's talk about this real quick. Uh, they announced a uh, Volcano Bay's uh, admission price. It's going to be one hundred and sixty dollars. Just kidding. It's actually six. <laughs> it's actually sixty-seven bucks, sixty-two dollars for children. Uh, that is the standard day admission. I think it goes up if it's a uh, peak season. Um, you can get a three-day three park ticket for uh, three hundred fourteen bucks for an adult, which isn't too bad. Um, not great. Not bad. Um, to visit one park each day, it's two hundred fifty-nine bucks. Which I don't know if you do that because you don't get to ride the Hogwarts Express if you do that. So. Yeah. Um, there you go. Also, this uh, sixty-five is is right on what Disney charges. Yeah, I think it's like two dollars more than it's, Disney's. It's yeah, right, it's it's right was, there. It was I think sixty-two, sixty-five somewhere last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm doing that same thing again this year, going down during the summer, doing one day at the water parks at Disney, and it is about sixty, sixty-five bucks. Yep. So it, it's it's not a bad uh, uh, it's not bad at all. I think they're really going to do a lot of their pre-sale stuff. So if you want to go to Volcano Bay, you really need to buy ahead of time. Um, I think this park's going to hit capacity quite quickly because I've been hearing stuff about summer capacity already being. Oh yeah, and, and all uh, do not expect to get into this park until like the fall. Yeah. yeah so yeah. So uh, show up early um, and all that stuff. Uh, so also talking about pricing real quick before we head into the other topic is that they announced uh, the cabana rentals and premium seating. So, I'm going to be honest. These prices are way better than I thought so they were going to be. So before we get into oh, the prices, they've already started raising the prices for some of these. <laughs> um, Wait, really? No, no, no. So the reason why is that they have a base price, and then depending right. on the day, they raise prices as they the uh, yeah, as, well, demand. As, as demand happens. So if you have half the cabanas available as opposed to, like, a quarter of them on that day, prices will vary. So, so the, it's all variable pricing, like airlines. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So, so, the, so basically, they've already started raising those prices to me, which says they're already selling out at a lot of these days for cabanas. Yeah, probably. So, which means oh, yeah. there's going to be a lot of people at this park. So, please get there early. So, 
Uh, to or re- get there in the middle of the day because it's going to be open at night. Or get there at night because everyone's going to be pruned anyways or they'll be yeah. Halloween Horror Nights. So there you go. Or, if you or get there at night. Or just buy your express pass and don't worry about it. Just go when you want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, so to read from the wonderful website Orlando United. Uh, R.I.P. Volcano Bay Cabanas allow guests to escape to their own private paradise with options including single units with seating for up to six guests and family units with seating up to 16 guests. By the way, if we get a family unit, we have like, it would be like a ton of people, like all of us and probably like Brian, <laughs> his wife, I don't know, probably Hunter, his girlfriend, Meg, uh, Ricky, oh, no. all those people. So many people. We, we can get them all in. <laughs> I don't That's, know, why can't, Trig, why can't we Cameron. Why can't we have a 16-person cabana with five people? Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Because, <laughs> because if we get 16 people, it's cheaper for everyone. Sounds like I got some scratching room. But, but, but Joe, no. Oh, <laughs> do I need to turn the chair around again? <laughs> yeah, but I we'll would like... But if it's... if Okay, so we'll get into the pricing in a second. So, <laughs> so okay, here we go. Cabana rentals include concierge service with ex- exclusive menu options. Okay, everyone sit down for this one. A fruit and snack basket. Ooh. So you, you, get, okay. you get a complimentary fruit and snack basket when you get a cabana in the morning. How cool is that? A uh, small refrigerator pre-stocked with bottled water. Complimentary nice. locker and towel service and more. Which means that towel service is not complimentary, which is weird. I don't know. Um, at the park? At the park. That doesn't make sense. So No, it doesn't. No, it what? says... It it's uh, it says towel service. So yeah, that's them bringing you a towel. Oh, okay, I see what you mean. Okay, more. yeah, okay, that makes sense. So single cabana units can hold six people. Choose from upper level cabanas for spectacular views, or ground level cabanas for convenience and accessibility. Why would you go on the bottom? You'd always go on the top. Right, come on. top bunk, obviously. What, what? <laughs> yeah, jeez, come on, guys. So much room for activities. So um, much room. Or standalone <laughs> cabanas that offer a bit more privacy. Oh. Um, no, no room for activities. If so with twenty people in it. <laughs> <laughs> this would be a two. There would be a two-story cabana if it was a family one. <laughs> so prices start at one hundred and sixty bucks for a single cabana unit. The family suite cabanas can hold up to sixteen people in a large private standalone cabana that offers more privacy. For those, prices start at three hundred bucks and will be higher during busier periods. Uh, you can find pricing more and more available on your, or, uh, universalorlando.com. Additionally, there's going to be premium seating. Um, premium seating, actually, you have to buy premium seating in packages of two. So you can't just buy one lounge. You have to buy two. And prices... Because oh, the, that's just buying your chair rental. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's what premium seating is. is. It's just calling dibs on your, yes. on your lounge so, chairs. Yes. It's $30. That's why you have to buy it in pairs. It's $30 per lounger per day, which means that it's about 60 bucks a day. Yeah, but I would totally buy – like the more water parks I go to, that's a good spot where you get your own little – you get dibs on your own chair. Yeah, that's like and thirty's a fair price for that. That's a good yeah, but that's if you, a good th- trade. That's the that's the thing. Like if you have enough people, it's cheaper to get a cabana. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Exactly. So because I think the cabana is like what twenty five per person for the for the six person one. Well, it's at, yeah, the, yeah. at the base you price. You have a dedicated group. Yeah. yeah right. Hundred and sixty. We're gonna have a dedicated group of Halloween Horror Nights, dude. Yeah, it's uh, about yep. it's about twenty six bucks. And then twenty six bucks for the cabana, single, yeah. for the, so the single cabana, and then three hundred yeah. divided by sixteen is equal to eighteen seventy five. 
So if you get yeah. if you get sixteen people in a family suite cabana at three hundred bucks, that's eighteen bucks a person. I think it's yeah, and you, and you and you get water and a fruit right. basket. I'm just saying, yeah. fruit basket, water. That's that's a actually a pretty good deal. Fruits, snacks, water, and snacks. It says and snacks. And okay, snacks. y'all sold me. I'll buy that for means it. pretzels. <laughs> 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 don't worry, don't worry, Lane. I'll, I'll chip in some because I'm gonna get in for free. So, <laughs> we should get two of them so we can like do like a water balloon fight between the two cabanas. Okay, Joe, Ooh. you can pay for the other no. one. I'm just <laughs> I'm throwing that one out there right now. So, no, also, no. also, Volcano Bay, we got food, bro. Uh oh, they did a. We didn't talk about that. No, we did not. This actually came out the day after. Oh, that's right. Our po- our last pot our our last podcast. Our last so, podcast. Our last prior podcast. Um, <laughs> so there's going to be the uh, Cahola Reef Restaurant and Social Club. Uh, this is the main restaurant. It'll be located at the base. It's like Club Thirty Three. Yeah, exactly. Except you don't have hey, to pay. Did you hear Club Thirty Three putting a location in Volcano Bay? It's at the top <laughs> of the volcano, just like Walt Disney designed it. Yeah, it, it's it's a better location than Disney Hollywood Studios. Uh, do you, uh, do you get cool too. vests whenever you join the social club at Club Thirty? Yes, Bay? it but it, it, it's a life saving vest, so it also like has Ooh, the clips on the front. That's double, double, double good there. Yeah, right. It's like yeah, it's one of those vests. Um, so the main restaurant's located at the base of the volcano. The menu includes entrees such as Hawaiian ribs, love punch, it, con- coconut curry chicken. That sounds good. Into it. Uh, mango barbecue pulled pork sandwich, which I hear is amazing from people who've tried it. Uh, the belly burger, which is pork belly and caramelized onions with fresh cucumber, Brazil slaw, lettuce, tomato on a burger served with fries. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, they have the, uh, Wakiawi Eats. Wakiawi, yeah, yeah. The Wakiawi Eats. I want to, that's gotta be what it has, what, how you pronounce it. I don't know. Um, this is a bunch of, uh, pizzas and stuff. Uh, you can get the Island Barbecue Chicken Pizza. Uh, as long with uh, fresh salads, it looks like basically like long, long pizzas or um, kind of uh, flatbread kind of designs. It sounds really good. Yeah, uh, that's, I think they like flatbreads. Yeah, uh, you sit along uh, the location is sitting along a sparkling river, so it's probably going to be around one of those uh, lazy rivers, which is kind of cool. Um, nice. So the uh, bamboo is uh, a restaurant with a cool shaded hideaway made of elegant stalks of bamboo located in the rainforest section of the park. The menu features the same burgers and offerings found at the Cahola uh, Reef restaurant, but not as expensive. Very cool. So the, the next one is the Feasting Frog, <clears throat> and it offers a variety of tacos, like the carne asada taco, a poke bowl, and uh, this location will offer, pat- offer patio seating, and the structure will be shaped like a tropical frog. Pokeballs are delicious. Yes. I'm into the frog part. Yeah. Frogs are awesome. So there's also going to be two bo- uh, two bars. Um, both of them are going to be sh- themed like boats, but they're going to be on the land is my understanding. Like like they're kind of like outriggers they pulled on the land, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I think you see them in the, uh, in the um, concept art. Yeah. So you have um, all the boat bars have uh, so one's an outrigger and the other one they haven't is a Japanese uh, junk Japanese Chinese junk rig sorry um, they all will serve specialty cocktails frozen drinks draft beers fountain pops because I'm in Ohio and I'm Ohioan um, and is a bunch of cool stuff so there you go what are you guys' thoughts very exciting. 
Yeah, it was good. You'll be able to get tiki drinks, and it sounds like they just have regular good theme park food. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're tiki drinks per se, because they just sound like tropical mixed drinks. Cause if they're hey, te- I'll allow it. Yeah, I mean, which is fine. I'm not complaining. And blinky cups. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very disappointed about that. But I mean, like, would you really be able to like get a like a tiki mug there in glass? Or- no, this is why you do it like you do it at Trader Sam's. Yeah. You buy it when you at, you get the drink, and then you're like, oh, I want that cup, and they're like, okay, pick it up when you leave. Or you yep. just make them all plastic. Or yeah, or you make a plastic tiki mug. You yep. make plastic. Yeah, you make plastic mugs. The okay. the cups are very disappointing. Yeah, it's okay. I don't like it's the fine. logo. It's I don't not, like. It's not a game breaker, but I don't like the logo. It's fine. You have so it's many okay. good. You have so many good logos for Volcano Bay. And well, they, chose... they ran out, Joe. <laughs> they did it's, the best they could, man. It's because they wanted to make it. They wanted to make it big to fit most of the cup. Okay. Okay. So I wonder. I wonder if it really is a blinky cup since it's gonna be. At uh, it doesn't look like a blink, blinky cup. Yeah, I don't oh. think it's a blinky cup, but it's like similar make. Can can we? Can you take a drink into a water at Volcano Bay like you can at Cabana Bay? That's that's the million dollar uh, question right now. I'm leaning towards no, but yeah, I'm, I'm thinking so. You know, Universal might too. go fuck it. That's true. Yeah, I'm guessing no. <laughs> Especially, but it with- is Universal, so who knows. So they might just make up their own rules. Yeah. Especially the uh, the Action River. I, I don't think I'd well, want to have a drink for the Action River. <laughs> um, so, Nick. Yes, Joe. You went to Grad Bash. I did go to Grad Bash again. So uh, do you want to talk about your experience a little bit? Yeah, I'll talk about Grad Bash a little bit. Okay. You know, Grad Bash, Grad Bash is, is really good. We did things a little bit different this year. I actually drove a van and full of high schoolers and we took two vans because we only had 16 kids in our senior class that paid to go to grab bash this year um Does so we took two low? vans down uh normally we have about 50 so i don't really oh, wow. know this senior this senior class is kind of weird they're they've waited till last minute to pay for a lot of things and grab bash is one of those you can't so um i had to turn a lot of people away but anyway uh just it was just a different experience just the way that they had things set up because we um we had to go through the main parking garage and we ended up sitting there for a while because they didn't know that they were supposed to let us go park in the garage even though we had all the information for us too but um we did security right there where everybody does security that instead of having like a private entrance we they had a little area roped off for grad bash which was a little bit different but um it was basically like just coming to a park. They let us go and see, walk, and everything, just like they would a regular group of people. Um, and then Grab Bash started, and at 4 o'clock, we, um, we were actually allowed into the parks, and the mm-hmm. parks didn't close today, guess, until 6. So there was a two-hour overlap time called the mix-in that they allowed Grab Bash participants into the park with day guests, which I thought was interesting because they don't normally do that. They normally mm-hmm. set, see, keep you completely separated. So this was the first year they did that. And then you have about an hour of time where it's just the people in the parks that are in there for mixing. And, I mean, like you could have shot a cannon down the streets because nobody was <laughs> in the parks. Mm-hmm. It, it was crazy. I've never seen it that empty. There was like areas of the park that you were like, am I supposed to be here? Because there was nobody around. Um, but then uh, Grab Bash got going. All the rides were open for the most part. I think like the Barney area was closed and curious George, but um, for the most part, everything was open and it went 
extremely well. I, I ended up staying up for 29 hours that day. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was up at probably about 5.30 that morning, and I didn't get into the bed until I, I think it was like 10 o'clock the next morning. I was up straight. So, um, But it, it ran extremely smooth. I'm trying to think of anything like stuck out to me. I did Fallon for the first time. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Everything's good with Fallon until you get actually into the rod. <laughs> like 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 seriously like the the pre-show video that ends and then the doors open you're like oh what happened <laughs> <laughs> um it's it's fine and i can see why your average person would come off of it excited or or enjoying it because everything that builds up to it it's a minor complaint but as you know, somebody who's immersed in this in that that area that you know you talk about it quite often. It just kind of it's 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 sad because they they had great potential and it just is not there with it the way it is. Um, and I don't you you know I do not normally say this, but they've got to stop with screens. They've got to stop mm-hmm. again. I, I'll agree in the in the sense that it's just you can't have this and Minion Mayhem right across from each other. Yeah, well, you can't and like Transformers. Yeah, I don't know. I Transformers mean, kind of different. It, dude, like you go from one screen to a screen to a, even well, even though Transformers is doing different, you're still a screen. And the same thing with T two is right there and Shrek. All that's. Five attractions. I, I agree that like T two Shrek, Despicable Me, and this, but I, I I still think Transformers is different. Okay, so I want you to do what I did. Okay, I want you to ride Jimmy Fallon, then I want you to go ride Transformers, then I want you to go ride Simpsons, and then I want you to go ride Green Gods. And you don't tell me that you get a little fatigue on screens. Nah. Okay, I'm telling I you, mean, I got, I I got mean, fatigued about. Having put on 3D glasses and having to be in front of a screen, and I, and I did, I, I really did. And normally, you know, I don't complain about that because screens doesn't really bother me because they do things that with these things that you have to use screens, and I understand that. But see, but Fallon, I'll, I'll only go on Fallon once. Uh, I, I, mean, I will tell you this: everything that leads up to Fallon is worth going through a couple of times because the ragtime gals are really good. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'll I'll ride it again. I'll do it again. I'll do it probably every time I'm down there at least once, um, as long as wait times aren't crazy for it. But um, again, and we know that it seems like after Kong and this and Fast and Furious, they've kind of gotten scared straight. So I'm not worried about it. Yeah, well, see, but that's the, that's the other thing I'm worried about too. I mean, I'm not really worried about it because I know what's coming and I know what they're saying is going to be coming. Um, but with Fast and Furious going right down the street from it. It's another... Oh, well, Fast and Furious is going to be garbage. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. We, already, we knew that. Yeah, but you know what I mean, though. It's just yeah. the same old thing. So, I don't know. Fallon's fine, though. It's 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 fine. Um, it's an improvement for the area, that's for sure, as far as aesthetically. Um, the ride, the, the inside of it is immaculate. It's gorgeous going in. Um... Sounds good though. I like. I mean, I would. I'd give it like a solid like two and a half, three out of five. Um, 
that's not nothing revolutionary though. Yeah. It sounds like it sounds like the definition of a like two and a half star attraction. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's what they were going for. And if they hit it out the park. But like everything that leads up to the actual ride is like four to five stars and then you actually get on the ride and it pulls it down to a two and a half, three star. To crap. <laughs> they really need to they really need to get rid of T two and Shrek. Yeah. No, keep T two. T two's amazing. No, it's time. It's no, time. No, la- oh. no, it's it's dead, man. The last time I went on it, the three D is so out of whack. Yeah, like, I, it it hurt. Like it made me. It made, gave me a headache. Like I, it's, it's almost like they've stopped maintaining it too. In some yeah, ways, yeah, it, it needs to go, and Shrek needs to go too. They Shrek, need to Shrek needs to go. Things. Yes, I think my I think the uh, the concern I had with Shrek was the fact that they had to have some sort of DreamWorks attraction open. Uh, otherwise they would lose the license. Like you had to have it op- like a DreamWorks attraction open for a year or whatever. No, they just had something like that. They just had an agreement with Shrek. Okay. Yeah. yeah for so, Shrek. Yeah. So it was really yeah that that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Well, now they own DreamWorks, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. Tear it Yay. out. Put something in. Put in uh. Put in um. Alfred Hitchcock again. Why not? No. Honestly, I think they should. They should probably build like Sing, build yeah. like an animatronic Sing the, show. Yeah. What yeah, they should really there. do there is they should gut that whole area, and rebuild the entryway and build. Well, that's an, never gonna happen. That's and, never gonna happen. And buy it, build some nice minion stuff there, make it that's a nice. Never gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. That's you not ready? gonna happen, man. Yes, Lane. You could do a see a patriotic Sing show, and call it America Sings. America, <laughs> America Sing. God damn it. <laughs> Damn it, Lane. There's a pig with some drunk geese. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Oh, then, my God. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, I didn't ride dragons because I just I can't ride it anymore. I, I can't do dragons anymore. I'm ready for that thing to go. Just just tear that thing out. Um, I now know two people who have thrown up on Forbidden Journey. Yep. So, um, second, second time in, uh, three, three years that I've taken teachers down to Grabesh and, and in that time, two of them have thrown up. So, um, but you know, anyway, Kong looked good. We, uh, of course we had express and we did, um, all express all the way through everything. So that like, you know, tech, it, it helps a lot mm-hmm. and, you know, doing express on things that don't typically have express is kind of cool. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, everything looked good. Universal looks fine. Um, the rides and all that are good. I still question why some things are closed and other things are open, but whatever. They like they have Cat in the Hat and Popeye closed, but they have ET going at Great Bash, so it's just kind of like, you know. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's because it's too easy to get out of the Cat in the Hat. That uh, is true. That does make sense. Now that you and that. I don't know about Pop. Well, like that's. That's one of the biggest problems they've had with Cat in the Hat is that people just can get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I hadn't really thought about that. But yeah. No, that, that, that I don't know sense. why they closed Popeye, though. Yeah. I guess the same reason, because you're just in with a seatbelt. They had that whole area completely blocked off. Like, no, really? Like, the bridge is completely blocked off. It might it have been no- too bad in the dark, guys. There's too many corners and stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, you do, same you do need lifeguards on that attraction. So... They um they normally actually have a DJ set up there where they did end it so you can't get back there to it. This year they just had a rope across the thing and a team member standing there like 
don't go back here. But um, <laughs> yeah. So okay. anyway, that's about it. Grab bash is good. Like I said, I've always said this: if you get a chance to be a chaperone, grab bash. Chaperone, grab bash. It's it's worth dealing with whatever you got to deal with because of the way you treat it when you get there. What time? I mean, what are what are the time? What are the times for grad bash? Like we started, they... we since we did the mix in, we got in at four, and grad bash hard closes at two a.m. They wow. and they don't let you out um, unless you have a head chaperone. Like just a regular chaperone can't. You have to be the head chaperone to be able to go to your van or wherever. Um, but it's a hard close at two a.m. They they shut everything down. It's not like even if you're in line for an attraction, you get to ride it. They shut it down. You okay. you're out. So. Um, and then you just make your way out. And so, like, it was about two. Th- we, uh, so we walked through, so we had to come out the front entrance of USF. And we walked through Seawalk, through the Rotunda. Once we got through the Rotunda, there was nobody because hardly anybody drives. And mm-hmm. I mean, they do really well. They do really well about routing you to where you have to go. You have a wristband that tells you where to go. And um, they handle it really well. But like, like I said, if you get a chance to go to Chaperone, you get Unlimited Express all night long and it's just chaperones that get it students can't per, can't procure it so you don't have to wait in line with high schoolers you get <laughs> t- you get chaperones lounges where they're playing you know whatever um games are going on at the time they have sport you know the sports going on they had soccer and nascar playing in the where, in the where the lounges at uh um, horror makeup becomes a lounge and mythos is a, is a chaperones lounge that's, that's awesome that's neat uh, and then and and uh, so it's like you know they have water and Coke products for free for you in there. Is it, and is it the li- and pita is, chips and stuff like that? Is it the little Diba bottle size of waters? No, oh, no, okay. it is actually <laughs> full size bottles of uh, like, <laughs> water <Coke>. bottle Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's full size bottle of waters, cans of Coke, and then um, they do they have two locations, um, Lombards and. Uh, What's the the restaurant uh, in between Kong and River Adventure? I can never think of the name of it. Thunder Falls. Yeah, that one. Like, they uh, do a chaperone's breakfast, so your meal's included too for that night, and it's a full spread of breakfast food. So, um, I mean, you you really can't beat it. If you get a chance, do it. It's worth it, just because of what you get. And you, we plowed through. We did. So I I did mummy. Um, Jimmy Fallon, Transformers, E.T., Simpsons, Men in Black. I think we did Men in Black twice. Uh, Escape from Green Gots, Hogwarts Express. They did both sides of the dragons. I didn't do that. I waited on them. Um, Forbidden Journey, um, King Kong, Spider-Man, Hulk, um, Doom. And then we, um, we, had to, we had to get back a little bit early. To catch the kids because of where we were meeting them at. Plus, we spent a good solid hour in each chaperone's lounge, and we um, ate for another solid hour in between that 4 p.m. to 2 a.m. Nice. So. Cool. Yeah, this this good. So, that's my grab bash. Awesome. Uh, you guys want to hear some about Mystic Timbers? Yeah. Yes. What's the check? Uh, I'll I'll tell you what's in the shack in a little bit, but we'll do it at the end so people don't have to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if they, leave, if they leave don't, it. I'll I'll leave it a uh, spoiler free. Uh, if you guys want a little, if you guys want some more uh, talk about uh, Mystic Timbers, I highly recommend listening to uh, the In the Loop podcast from friend of the show, uh, Kenny. Kenny. Yep, Kenny. 
and uh, Drew the intern went to uh, the PR day at uh, Kings Island for Mystic Timbers, which is in the morning. And then they had to leave like right before I would show up that evening for the event. Uh, so that kind of sucked. <clears throat> so, um, so if, if you guys didn't know, I did the Mystic Timbers uh, first rider event. Uh, basically, we raised money for the uh, James and Andy Dalton Foundation. Um, and this is a foundation that basically offers grants and money to families who have kids in cancer treatment. Uh, so it, it's super cool. It's a really great uh, foundation. Uh, Kings Island uh, threw the event for free, and they raised $60,000 for the James and Andy Dalton Foundation. So it was super cool. Um, so uh, I, got, I get there to Kings Island. I got there like around 6 o'clock. Uh, I hit some traffic in Columbus, as one does in Columbus. Um, and we check in. Lane, you know on the left-hand side where there's all the, uh, the ticket booths? The Banshee side? Uh, yeah, Banshee side. So okay, we, we, we check in over there. Uh, actually, they expanded their whole entire um, uh, there. So back when I was at King's Dominion, they would have um, metal detectors right before you hit the turnstiles. Well, now they moved the, tur- the metal detectors way out, sort of like a Magic Kingdom style. So um, we went in, and I got my packet. So what I got was a lanyard uh, that you had to wear all the time with a, little, with a sticker on it that told you where... Uh, how would you how you would ride the attraction? I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, we got a I got a complimentary Mystic Timbers uh, zip str- you know one of those zip string bags that like Ooh. they sell they sell for ten bucks or whatever. I got one of those for free. I got a free T shirt which I'm we- which I'm wearing actually right now. It's a first rider auction. We got a plaque. It's like a like an acrylic plaque with like Mystic Timbers first rider auction in there. And uh, we also got a free on-ride photo. So they gave us little uh, coupons. So we would just give them whenever we wanted an on-ride photo, and they print it off for us. So that was nice. definitely awesome. So, um, so was, it like a, was it a one-time use coupon, or was it... Yes. Yeah, so what it was was um, when you found a, a photo you wanted to buy, you just give them the, mm-hmm. their, the, the coupon, and you get it for free. Otherwise, okay. you could buy them. So you get one on-ride photo for free, which is awesome. I, I haven't bought an on-ride photo since, like, Splash Mountain in, like, 1996. So, yeah. so um, it, it's actually... Is that the one that, the, the one that you've been using as your avatar? Yes. Is that... Yeah, okay. Yes, exactly the one I'm, uh, I bought. That was our first ride. So um, we, we get there, and I, I meet up with my uh, buddy David, and um, they had a dinner at uh, the Reds Grill, which is themed to the Cincinnati Reds. A just fine Halloween place. Yes. Um, so it was really kind of weird. So they set it up at the bar, but there's no, like, bar service, which sucked. But it was um, pulled pork, burgers, and chicken fingers, uh, salad, coleslaw, but no french fries. Um, they also had uh, Mystic Timber cookies, which is pretty cool. And they had and they also had uh, unlimited soft drinks. So you guys can get whatever you want. So that ran from 5, I think that ran from 6 to 8.30. So about two and a half hours of food. So we all we loaded up on chicken fingers and stuff. Um, then we were just chilling around the ride and know what was going on. And then, uh, like, there's a bunch of coaster dorks, like just a, a ton of them. They're all wearing the t-shirts already. They all had cargo shorts and they were incredibly nerdy, or they were wearing other coaster t-shirts. And no, and this isn't disrespectful. It's just factual. Yes. Yeah. Like, I'm, this was. Not being mean, it was Coaster Nerd Central, yes. and that's cool. Yes, I mean it was it was very clearly 
what it was. Um, uh. So then I'm just chilling with Bauer, and I'm in my like semi work clothes. So I have my UD pullover, my button down jeans, and semi dress shoes, and he's in jeans and the shirt. And then Andy Dalton walks by, and he's basically not wearing any coaster stuff. He's taller than everyone. He's fit <laughs> and has ginger hair. And I'm like, I bet you that's he's Andy fit. Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> so it was basically Archie walked by. Um, and uh, they kind of do like a little thing, and they gave away prizes for the top uh, five earners. And uh, the top five people, they won uh, signed uh, autographed uh, footballs. And then the number one fundraiser got a signed jersey and football, which is pretty cool. Nice. So, and I'm, I'm just saying right now, if I was in the top five, <coughs> uh, if somehow I ended up in the top five, I would have uh, actually uh, done a raffle on Parkscope to see who would uh, get win. the Andy Dalton. G- get the Andy Dalton uh, football, no joke. Um, so, yeah, so uh, that happened. So what happened is um, there were three colors. There was green, yellow, and red. And the green, which was me and my butter, my uh, buddy David, uh, were the first group. Then yellow, and then red would get in line. So you um, basically chose. So how much money you rose uh, determined like where you were in line. So we were on the first train of general public on Mystic Timbers. Um, so the ride is really, really good. It is like oh, it looks so fun. It is a uh, I I compare it to two things. I compare it to a uh the anti son of beast which i'll explain <laughs> which i'll explain to you in a second and it's a wooden version of maverick <clears throat> is so one of like my quick it's quick it's short it's quick it packs a lot of force so um what i mean by anti son of beast is son of beast was basically they kind of said screw it they kind of ignored the general terrain they ignored what made the ride good? They just be, the, the the idea was we want to make it really tall, really fast, and add an inversion and just a lot of boring elements. You know, they had like two massive helixes that were boring. It was really tall for no reason. It had this loop that was stupid. They got rid of. I mean, this whole nine yards. So, um, it this is not that at all. They it's a it's a hundred five feet tall. It hits fifty three miles an hour. Uh, it has uh six trains twelve rows and it 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 really just the first drop's really great it's a curved drop to the left then you kind of come up and you go to the right and those are the two biggest hills the rest of them are really really short bunny hills that just give you so much airtime. like they're really drawn out Uh. bunny hills all the way out then you do a kind of one giant one you kind of spin around and you kind of come around in a uh, giant turn inside a tunnel and then you come back out like just the same way you go over the river rafts ride and the and the river at king's island um Mm -hmm. which is super cool except at night because they have so much lighting on that kind of sucks but it's okay um but yeah you just hit so much airtime. there's a lot of actual uh forces on the ride it's absolutely incredible um definitely it's very unique ride and um, I'm really, I'm really excited to go back on it. So I'm really super pumped about that. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. So it's super cool. The only complaint I have is for night rides, um, unlike unlike Beast and other attractions like that, or like even Diamondback, there are way too many lights on. So you're gonna like see a lot more than you're expecting, but it's still kind of forceful and cool. Um, okay. So is everyone ready for what's in the shed? What's the what's the shed? I, okay. So so the. <clears throat> okay. 
Lane, you well, go. Well, They've been hyping well, this for this? a year how now. About this? How about you say uh, spoiler in about five seconds to give everybody a couple seconds to stop if they don't want. Okay, well, once Lane's done talking, we'll, we'll, well, I'll, I'll, I'll say what's in the spoiler. So, Lane, explain the kind of hype behind it. They were hyping this up as we're going to put a hidden element in this building just past, like, our train house. And, you know, we didn't know what it was going to be to the point where you're speculating anything from big AAs to absolutely nothing to a vertical track drop. Like, could have been anything to what's on Adventure Express. Like, could be anything in the whole world that you could put on a coaster element. And what's on they a- hyped it up and didn't leak what was in the shed until Joe went and wrote it. So what's, uh, what's Adventure Express ending like? Uh, it is a lift hill at the end of a roller coaster, i.e. Disneyland Pirates. <laughs> but instead of, instead of pirates fighting with swords over your heads, it's these little silly Tiki Gods playing drums. Yeah. But um, they're kind of big silly Tiki Gods playing drums. Yeah. And then, and then you kind of just turn and you end up in the station. So. Yeah. So we so, knew it was going to be right before the station, but we had no idea what kind of crazy dark ride element they were going to put in. Yeah, so what happens is um, when you're done with the ride, you enter the uh, transfer Spoiler. track. Yeah, so spoilers. You enter the transfer track. What a surprise. So this has all the uh, stations, for, you know, for all the trains and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so on the right-hand side, there's actually kind of a semi-decent-sized wall, so you can't see too much um, going on the right. But on the left-hand side, there's, there's a lot of... Um, like overgrown foliage and just hanging saws and like signage and stuff and just kind of general creepy vibe. Um, as you enter the shed, there's like a general like kind of like what are you doing? You shouldn't go in here, you know that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> bunch of bunch of lights and it's it's actually really nice. Like there's a bunch of really good lighting. There's a like a giant kind of like uh, like not even a spotlight but like a theatrical light kind of pointing out onto the track inside it inside of it so you're kind of like going into the light basically so there's uh that transfer track there's a small tunnel and then the show building i'll call it so the transfer tunnel well with well, a tunnel between the transfer track and the uh, show building is uh pretty tight and your and your train stops there as the block breaks before going into the the main station um because they're like loaded. I. when you would clap on any other roller coaster. Yeah. So, th- yeah, when you would be waiting on any other ride, you know, like, you know, like on yeah, Hulk, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're like, okay, when you go. So, you're waiting there. So, you you basically break and you're in this small tunnel and there's on the right hand, there's like pillars every, like, there's, uh, not pillars, there's, there's wood beams everywhere. There's a bunch of, um, uh, scenic elements and stuff like that. So, you're just there and just, you hit the brakes and in front of you, you just see a bunch of shed stuff. So then all of a sudden, a radio on your right kicks on, and the ride is themed to the 1980s. It's set in the 1980s. So they start playing 80s music. So when I rode the ride for the first time, they played, started playing Turn Around. You know that song's like, turn <laughs> around. It's like, and I'm like, I don't want to turn around. I know this, this is terrifying. <laughs> so I'm scared out of my wits. They're like, I, I'm not turning around. There's going to be something behind me. I know there's going to be something behind me. So they, there's uh, like three or four different songs they actually play. So you get the songs at random. So then when you're released from the block breaks, they kill the radio and everywhere around you, they hit black light with a bunch of writing saying like, stay out of the shed, stay out of the shed. So, you know, like that kind of Tower of Terror yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So you're going, then you go into the shed 
the actual proper shed. And in front of you, there is a barn door screen with a smaller screen on the right-hand side. Well, on, on the right-hand side, that's like a window. And then on the right-hand side, as you're going past, there's a giant like window screen with a sign. There's also several practical effects in the area. So you go through there and you get attacked, basically. And there's a bunch of, like, the practical effects start shaking and everything's moving and it's really loud. And then you go back into the station. So what's interesting is they have three different effects in there. They have snakes. Actually, they're diamondbacks. Get it? Diamondbacks? Uh, uh. Um, yeah, right? So they have diamondbacks that attack you. They have bats. Get it? Bats that attack you. Uh. Uh-huh. Or they have a very rare one, which is like it happens every one out of 12 times. They have the um, – actually, the Mystic Timbers tree comes and attacks you. So in their logo, they have like a tree, and that thing kind of comes and gets you. So And it's not – or it is randomized. It's it is, not on a cadence. It is totally randomized. So we got the bats nearly every single time except for once we got the snakes and once we got the Mystic Timbers logo. But all the other times we got the um, the bats. So um, I think there may be two versions of the bats. I'm not sure exactly. I'm not sure on the top of my head. But if you want to see the um, special effects the best, go for like row five and six. If you want to see the shed, if you want to, if you want to get the best ride, I recommend the first or second row. Or the back, like, three or four rows. Definitely. For yeah, because the, the airtime hills. Exactly. So, anyway, that's Mystic Timbers. It was a blast. I, I loved it. Um, it's a great ride. I can't wait. Uh, I, I really want to try Invader, and hopefully, Sean, you get to try Invader at Busch Gardens Williamsburg. Yeah, I'm probably going to hopefully be there in May. I'm not yeah. sure. Please be in there in May. I want I want to hear Mystic. I want to hear uh, Invader stories. So. Yeah, anyway, me too. That's... It looks like It looks like a... It looks like a junior ride. Yep. It looks fun, though. So we've been yeah. at this for two hours now, so I'm tired. Yep. It's, time to, it's time to close it out. Yeah, it's time to close this out. So, uh, uh, so Lane, where can we find you at online? At Parkscope Lane on the Twitters. Cool. Nick, are you still awake? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Nick, <laughs> where, we, where can we find you at? Oh, uh, it's at Parkscope Nick on the Twitches as well. Cool. Uh, Sean, where can we find you at? Huckle comma Sean. There you go. On the Twitter, on the Twitter machines. The Twitter machines. So I don't. Did you know uh, they are they're opening a uh, what was it? They're opening a museum in in Sweden about failed consumer like products, like the Colgate like lasagna and the Apple Newton and the Engage and one Crystal of the pro- Pepsi. Crystal Pepsi like all that stuff. One of the things they're showing off is a nine is a two thousand and nine. Um, like PDA, but all it shows is like tweets, <laughs> and it, it, that's all it does. And it can, and it, the screen is so small, you actually have to scroll the tweet. It can't show all 140 characters. That's and funny. That's, and that's all it does. So anyway, you can find me at Parkscope Joe on the Twitters. Uh, you can follow all of us at Parkscope. Hey, do you know what would be really cool? Leave us a review on iTunes. That'd be super awesome. Or read some of the articles. Yeah, read some of the articles uh, on the .net. Yeah, uh, Alan's been po- uh, been posting a bunch. I'm working still yeah. on my article on how uh, queueless rides are really don't work very well because hey, guess what? As Alan put it very well, uh, you either wait in line or you loiter. 
So, depending on how you want to do it, there you go. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm not writing. Yeah, read some of the articles. Uh, yeah, that's about it, really. Anyway, I, I'm gonna go go edit this episode and then love hit, everybody, hit. hate everything, Congolese. There we go. Okay, cool. We'll see you guys later. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit lonely and you're never coming around. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit tired of listening to the sound of my tears. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit nervous that the best of all the years have gone by. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit terrified and then I see the look in your eyes.